lovelies, you're welcome to the new season of Life in a Life with Greta Rich. Let's talk about it edition. I know that some of you may be joining us for the very first time. If you have not been introduced to Life in a Life with Greta Rich, please check out our old season, which is Life in a Life with Greta Rich, um, the self-development edition. I think you're going to love it. Um, I am very excited about this new season, which is called Let's Talk About It, because I go deep, deep into topics that are a bit broader, and I have permitted my t- myself more time to have these conversations with you. Although I have to tell you, they're very streamlined to there'll be a bit more um, theoretical, and of course, I'm going to be as um, practically expressive as possible i would try to (laughs) at the same time i'm still trying to manage our time having said that we're going to just delve into the first topic of the day of the season (laughs) of the episode (laughs) okay loretta be serious all right so the first episode is um really on conversations about the masculine and the feminine energy also known as yin and yang um, or intuitive and the drive of course hopefully we do know that both exist to complement one another and they aid in enriching the human capacity to fully experience the magic that is humanity now before we begin to even make the distinctions between um, in this unique component of the human person I think that it's most important to know and to understand that every human person um, embodies and comprises of both energy centers um, they are equally yoked and everybody um, is masculine and feminine now that that has been you know fairly introduced i would quickly just talk about it you know would describe the quarter qualities of these energies and um, i'll try to be as um, descriptive and straight to the point as possible now like i said i do not want to be overly theoretical or conceptual um, so i'll try to link these concepts to the gender normative that humans are currently akin to which is Um, the male and the female gender please i also love us to keep in mind that the masculine and the feminine energy is mostly represented in archetypes other than in gender i'm only trying to make this connection so as to present the ideas clearer and should i say easier for us to understand okay so let's talk about it the masculine the feminine well personally I am absolutely convinced that conversations surrounding gender and sex has to be constantly talked about has to be analyzed and even challenged because every now and then um, things change you know we're all in a state of of change and flow and I say this because it's a primal determinant factor to how the society checks and balances out its power structures. Obviously, the balance of power has been highly uneven as far back as 
anyone currently existing can recall. And a lot of this perceived imbalance, I think, is birthed out of a misunderstanding of what both energies are about or um, who we are. And also, I think it, it can also be a purposeful intent to repress um, the feminine energy or the masculine energy. It can go both ways. Um, which is quite unfortunate because what we have done by doing so is repressing ourselves. Usually when people speak about balance, I know that it's quite difficult to attain an ideal representation of what that should be. And this is because how we choose to view and to measure and um, apply balance is often derived from a very subjective point of view. What I'm trying to say is that human beings tend to measure and apply balance as it, you know, it, as it fits our unique makeup, which is obviously distinct from each other um, through the uniqueness of our systems of belief and our culture. Um, how did this masculine and, and feminine energy concept, because it's also a concept, how did, does it or where does it bear its origins? Now, in ancient Chinese philosophical beliefs and religious um, religions such as Taoism and Confucianism and Buddhism even, they generated the idea that in balancing the masculine and the feminine energy, um, it's much can be compared to connecting the heart with the mind because the masculine is considered action-based, it's very logic-inclined and structure-influenced. And mostly if they focus on, the energy focuses on doing rather than being, which is um, usually external, is concerned with external factors of the human experience. And of course, these ideas would mean that um, the masculine generates characteristics such as assertiveness and dominance and rigidity and protection and aggression and giving. As compared to the feminine energy, which is more considered passive and flexible and reflective and more internal by nature. I'm sorry, I, I become so soft with it because I personally think that I embody more feminine energy, although I try as much as possible to be conscious to the fact that I need to balance out my masculine energy. But I just love being feminine. It's just beautiful. It's about creativity and, you know, tenderness and just, ugh. okay, we move on. So, therefore, feminine energy being so, you know, feminine as it is, it, that definitely gives rise to characteristics centered around feelings and emotions and nurturing and intuition and imagination and receiving because, you know, we always stay relaxed. Um, in the grandness of these ideas, okay, the feminine energy is represented in or as yin energy and the masculine energy is proclaimed as yang. And um, in how this relates to our connection with the universe, I think it brings understanding to the truth that everything is connected and nothing makes sense by itself. Um, what I'm trying to say with that is that everything is complemented by its contrast, okay? 
um, the night is complementary to the day and good to evil and black to white. In other words, meaning can only exist in contrast. Um, now, in the idea that we are indeed beings of the universe, it shouldn't be out of pocket to believe that we are also created in this very nature of, of the universe. So we embody both energies and we are not limited to what um, we've ascribed to be sex or gender. Although, although I have to state that they represent a normative archetype of who typically embodies both energy and um, we definitely utilize um, this idea to make these distinctions, but they do not coin us as it is or they do not define us you know i'm sure that in one way or another one time or another we've come across come in contact with certain people who have disrupted the generalized idea that man is primarily masculine and the woman is primarily feminine because personally i know that I know a lot of people, men, who exude masculine composure as programmed by our environment. That is, um, you know, they have masculine um, features as, as, as the society would describe or think it to be. But they innately embody more feminine energy than a lot of women that I know. And this is not in respect to their sexual orientation or identity. Hopefully we can agree with this because... They are gay men with physical feminine attributes who still innately embody the masculine energy even much more than the masculine in court gay men um, who, you know, of course society would see as masculine, the guy, guy in the gay relationship. And those ones would or could embody very strong feminine um, attributes innately. And this also goes for the gay women as well. There's really no difference. Now, trying to tie all of this information to the human to human relevance assumes um, itself in how we engage with one another. I personally believe that um, I do not believe in gender roles. I'm sorry. I hope that doesn't offend anybody. Not because I do not identify with the current state of gender role designation, not at all, but because I do believe in first human right to simply be in accordance to the predominance of their energy source. I believe that um, a person um, who embodies more feminine energy should be allowed to express themselves in the feminine energy that they um, embody and the person who embodies more masculine energy should be able to express themselves in that way despite their sex or their gender or their sexual orientation. I believe that in order to embrace this kind of ideas, we have to be uh, a little bit open-minded, not a little bit a lot, and we should have the willingness to learn about the truths that are obviously around us. And because it would empower us to challenge ideas that hold us bound to fear, and the reason why we fight change and we fight these truths is because we're afraid. And once we minimize the fears that we feel, we are most likely to find the balance that we're all seeking at the moment. Um, 
I know that a lot of people are always like, I need balance in my life. I just need balance. And I think balance comes from embracing our truth. It is quite obvious, of course, that this misalignment that is um, eminent in the human person eventually would show up in our outward reality. And we can all see that these um, realities come up as unnecessary social wars, things like injustice, corruption, selfishness, inequality, and, and a host of other negative reinforcements are um, enacted in our reality. Um, one of the first steps I think that we can take to rectify this situation is to seek divine, divine knowledge. And um, this should not be subjected to religious dogmas or normative cultural beliefs. I personally believe that we are constantly surrounded by truth, as I said earlier, and that we only have to open our mind's eye and our hearts to it. We must also try to foster courage, um, the courage needed in order to make the critical practical changes that aid in our transformation. And once we do that, that affects us first as individuals and then affects us as a collective, which would bring the positive changes that we need. I also believe that the lack of self-awareness, it limits our natural and innate abilities to fully connect with both energy centers, and it will cause us to continually feel disconnect from one another. This disconnect is going to cause some form of separation, which eventually births division and division of course generates disunity. Like I mentioned earlier, it is quite critical for us to re-examine our current beliefs and as well as challenge ourselves to seek divine knowledge, which I believe, I personally believe rests in the very structure of the universe as well as within ourselves. The truth is within ourselves. It is around us. It is in the way the universe, the universe operates. It is in the way animals live. It is in the way we see it. Get rid of the fear. And once we do that, um, it becomes apparent to us when you know fear is minimized and when we begin to prioritize knowledge. I am so excited that um, I have the opportunity to talk about um, topics like this. I know they're a little bit, um, do I say controversial? Because a lot of people are stuck in how they believe or what they believe. Now, I'm not saying that what I believe is superior or is um, the ideal. <laughs> as is to say but I think that what I'm trying to do here is create a space where people can be a bit more open-minded you know I know that a lot of people are afraid to challenge their views and their you know ideas <laughs> you know things that have been programmed in their conscious and their subconscious through you know um, um, social programming I guess through family um, and, and, and friends and, and the society in general and I think that's very important for us to when you get to a certain age in your life you have you are um, responsible for yourself you're responsible to um, realize these truths to acknowledge them to reinform yourself to seek knowledge to expand your mind by any means necessary and when you do you're able to have the best life possible now i was thinking that this episode was gonna run for maybe 10 minutes but i see that the first one is almost going to 20 
and I apologize for that. I'll be more cautious of that. Now, having given up all of this, do I say energy inside of me? I hope I've been able to add some value to your life today. I hope I've been able to educate and inform and obviously engage you um, as much as best as I could. Um, I hope you have a fantastic weekend. I hope you stay happy and stay well and stay mindful, most importantly. You are special. You are the universe. You are queens and kings and and just magnificent beings. Never forget that and never forget who you are. Thank you for listening and sticking out with me in on Life and a Life with Red to Reach. Let's talk about it edition. See you on the next episode. Have a lovely weekend and bye-bye.